Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. It is a beautiful, rainy, warm, uh, spring-feeling day, actually, in Destin, Florida. It's kind of cool. You know, I came back home over the weekend. We had a beautiful, sunshiny uh, Saturday afternoon and Sunday. Yesterday was just drop-dead gorgeous. And today, a spring shower. And we needed it because we were down in January. Uh, in water counts. And I don't know if you guys know, Florida uh, in the summertime can get very, very hot and dry. We have many forests. Some of the, the biggest uh, forests are in Florida where they, they uh, it's owned by the St. Joe Company, and they, they actually harvest trees, pine trees, for the pine tar and, and paper products and stuff like that. So we truly need the moisture to keep from having the the, the forest fires, kind of like what you see out west. So Uh, This rain is coming at at a beautiful time. It was a wonderful night just to chill and relax and sleep. Uh, So, you know, nothing nothing to complain about. We are home this week. We are having a blast, getting caught up, doing some great things. Then we hit the road. Uh, Man, I don't know how long I'm going to be on the road. This time we got plane uh, fare all the way through, I think, the end of the month. I've got to go to Phoenix and interview the great... Uh, wild and crazy Travis and Summer Flaherty just went diamond, the very first diamond in the history of Ocean Avenue. So we're going to be covering them, going to the Association of Network Marketing Professionals International Convention uh, towards the end of next week. It'll be the 27th through the 3rd of March. I'm going in early as a founder and a board member. We're going to be working, doing some great stuff there. Then I take a week and head to Tampa to work with the equity firm. We're going to be doing some great stuff down at the Grease Funds, uh, working with some guys coming into town. And then I come back home to cover the wonderful uh, 20 or Life Shots product launch. We've got a brand-new product that's going to hit the world. I'm excited about that uh, because we're going to be covering their live event. Four places they're coming, and they picked Destin, Florida. So I'm excited uh, as we crank forward, really get into going there. And then uh, head back up to, I think, North Carolina for a few days and then to Salt Lake City uh, to cover some companies in Salt Lake City. So what a wonderful time that we are having. Uh, I tell you what, it is nothing but a blessing. Uh, just came off this last tour for two weeks with my family with me. It was a great time. Today, what is success? See, one of the things I wrote down on my 3 by 5 card is you cannot achieve what you cannot define. But yet so many times we hear people say, I want to be successful, I want to be successful, I want to be successful. What the Sam Hill is success? That's something that I think a lot of us never gave thought to. See, if we we want that, then what is it? It's kind of like saying, I want to be rich. Well, what the heck does that mean? Another penny above what you already have? See, the main obstacle is that we just don't understand. I was there, I don't know how long, I, I sometimes think I still am. You know, it's crazy. Maltby Babcock once said, one of the most common mistakes and one of the costliest is thinking that success is due to some genius, some magic, something or something or other which we do not possess. That's the issue. We we sit around and we see other people's success. Or if you grow up in a in a in a controvert not a controversy, a dysfunctional family. Then you might have heard this. Well, that person's successful, so he must have screwed somebody to get there. Or were they successful because they were born on the other side of the tracks, or they were born with a silver spoon in their mouth. 
You know, all these things. They were just born into the right family. You know, well, I, he was an outlaw before he ever got become successful. He made his money illegally. You know, I mean, on and on and on to where after a while we start to think, man, I really want success, but, but mentally we're saying, I don't want to be successful because those are bad people. And it, it just happens. So what is success? What's the traditional picture that you have for success? That might be a better a better question. Do you think of the wealth of Bill Gates or the the body of an Arnold Schwarzenegger? You know, maybe maybe you want to be like like Kate Upton. You know, this beautiful all natural bombshell that's just taken the world by storm. I mean, think about it. What what is it? Is it? Do you want to be as smart as as Einstein? Maybe Bill Gates or Steve Jobs or do you want to have the ability to be a Tiger Woods or a Michael Jordan or or maybe the the success of Donald Trump to just fire people when you want to? You know, what is it that, that you want? Maybe maybe you, you desire to be like Michelle Obama and have this grace about you when you're in public or or maybe you want to have the creativity, you know, that's that we see that is a uh, maybe the creativity of a steel uh, uh, a Spielberg or someone like that. I mean, what what is it? I mean, think about this for a minute. What is it that you're truly, truly looking for? What is it that you see? Maybe you just want to have the heart of a Mother Teresa. Maybe that's the key. But see, it's not so much who you you admire, who who you want to be like. It's how do I do that? How can I be that successful? Or, or the, the maybe the limiting belief that you have of, well, I can never be that successful. See, I think before we can ever get to where they are at, because every one of them had a definition of success, we must have our own personal definition of success. So you've got to start picturing it in a way that it makes sense to you. One of the things in network marketing that makes me a little bit more controversial than others is the fact that I don't believe that success in network marketing means the same thing to everybody. You see the crap on the Internet about be rich, be rich, have a big, big fancy car, big fancy house, big fancy boat. I don't know about you, but when I sit around chatting with people, that's not at all what they want. They want their debt paid off. I was sitting with some fishermen today, and and they, they did want to buy a new fishing boat as a commercial venture. They want to be able to, to continue to hire out and let people go deep-sea fishing. I, I sat with a doctor today, my, my orthopedic surgeon, and he said, you know, Troy, one of the things that I look for is, is just a little bit more time freedom than what I have right now as our practice is growing. I like to be able to go out at night and play, play nine rounds of golf before I come in. I want to relax so I'm not mean to the family. You know, I had a, another young man that was sitting there saying, Troy, right now success to me would be able to get a job so I can support my wife so maybe we can have some kids down the road. I was talking to one of my other buddies that's a uh, meat manager for Publix. He said, Troy, success right now is, is what I'm living. I'm able to take over some time so my associate can have some time off because he's going through some personal issues. See, everybody has a different idea of what success is. One of the things that I decided a long time ago after reading John Maxwell's books is 
is sitting down and saying, what is success to me? And I believe success is knowing what my mission, what my, what my purpose in life is about. It's growing not to just my maximum potential, but also helping to sow seeds into my family and to others so that they can be successful. So they can grow and reach their purpose and their mission. That is, that is mine. It could be summed up, I think, in three words. I am second. My whole goal is to help serve others. To me, that's success. Now, you may say, well, that doesn't have anything to do with money. It kind of does, because no matter what your spiritual journey might be or, or anything, there's, there's a natural law that's just in the universe. And, and since I believe God created the universe, I figure it came from him. And it's called the, the law of reaping and sowing. Or maybe it's sowing and reaping, I guess, is how it would be. See, when you sow something, then you reap something back. In other words, if I go out and I plant seeds for, for mint, because I just love fresh mint in my tea, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and I'm going to plant it, and I'm going to water it, and I'm going to fertilize it, and guess what? I'm going to get a lot of mint back. Now, if I go out there and decide that instead of planting mint... I decide to plant jalapeno peppers, and then I want to just keep wishing that it was mint every time I chew into it. Guess what? It isn't going to work. And the same thing rings true with what we do. If we expect to go out there and take from others and abuse others and call that success, we're going to fail. But if we go out there and figure out a way to serve other people, sky's the limit. Not an issue whatsoever. We will eventually reap what we sow. Prime example is my travel this year. My, my pastor who I met with this morning goes, dude, you are on the road. I said, I am. I said, it is slow down as the year proceeds. But I said, right now it is, uh, it's crazy. It's conference season. We've got a lot of startup clients that are cranking. I said, a lot of just cool things that are taking place. But I said, you know what, Eric? I get to serve other people. And I said, the key right now is I'm serving others. I had my good friend Enrique Gerbe call up and say, Troy, I want to I want to offer you something. I said, what you got, man? He said, I want to put your news inside of my my 247 Money app for mobile phones. It'll be on Google and, and uh, Apple. I said, dude, I'm in. You know? He goes, well, don't you want to know what's in it for me? I said, no. If, it, if it'll serve you, I'm in. Well, guess what? It's already been reaping me benefit. I've got people going to my website. I've got people checking out stuff. I mean, that's that's success to me. So now let's get down to the nitty-gritty. We've got about 20 minutes left, and this is how you're going to be able to define your success. Number one, you really got to know your purpose. Why were you created? What are you on this earth for? What's your mission? What's your, what's your passion? What's your drive every day? You've got to know this. Millionaire industrialist Henry Kaiser who's the founder of Kaiser Aluminum and, and Kaiser Permanent Healthcare System. He wrote this once, the evidence is overwhelming that you cannot begin to achieve your best unless you set some aim in life. What are you aiming at? You want to know what my number one aim is? That when I go out and I tell somebody something that I can accomplish it, that I can fulfill it. That's the key. That's what I'm here for. See, I personally, like Rick Warren, believe God created everyone with a purpose. I don't think everybody gets their purpose. I, as a matter of fact, I'm not sure the 12 disciples, you guys know my background. I, I, I'm a full faith follower and believer in Jesus Christ. You know, Here's the kicker. I don't even think all 12 apostles fully knew their purpose in life. 
I, I just think that's the way it is. I think sometimes men become president of the United States and don't have a clue what the purpose is. But they grow into it because they're seeking it. You've got to seek to know your purpose. What is it that you're searching for? Think about this. This may help you. What is it that you're searching for? Because that's going to help you start to define your purpose. Just just ask yourself the, the ambiguous question, what was I created for? I mean, why? Why were you created? Did you ever think, what, just out of, you know, and I know I've got probably some people that believe in evolution, and I'm, uh, we could debate that. That's a whole different topic. But if you don't believe that we're just, boop, some little germ that came floating down from the skies, fell in the water, mixed in with some other molecules, and bam, you, you know, you had one foot and started flopping around on the grass, and, and now you're a man or a woman. If you don't believe that, what were you created for? Do you truly believe that you have potential? See, one of the things that was hardest for me when, when I started to really drive home the fact and people started to believe, first of all, that was the, let me tell you, especially in America, man, they got the I, I've been screwed syndrome so much that when you tell somebody, dude, I'm doing this to serve you, they freaking laugh, yeah, 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 what's in it for you? What's your, what's your business model? I don't have one. What do you mean you don't have a business model? Well, I mean, her name's Paige. She writes romances, and right now I'm taking a little bit of money from a network marketing company that got out of network marketing but are paying me for my customers. But outside of that, I'm really doing this for you. I, I want to help the industry. I love the profession. It took people years to believe that because so many people have been screwed. But I knew what my potential was, and I continued with it. And now when people call up, and they say, hey, this is what we need. What would you charge us? We want you on retainer. And I give them my fee. It still freaks me out that people pay it. I mean, it's crazy. And I thank God every day for giving me the influence and, and the trust that people have in me. You have to do the same thing. You've got to believe in your potential. And you've got to ask yourself, when are you going to start? I mean, think about that. You're... You know your purpose. When are you going to start trying to focus on fulfilling that purpose? Remember, this is all for us to help define success for you, not for me, for you. Second main thing you've got to do is you've got to grow to your potential. H.G. Wells, one of the, I mean, just a great novelist in his own right, is, is interesting because one of the things that, that people don't realize is that as a man who had wealth, he had notoriety, he had a place in society, he had power, none of that was really what drove him. That wasn't his success. That wasn't how he even saw success. He once said that the potential in each of us is a gift from God, and that's what we must strive for. And every day when he wrote, when he did everything he did, that's what he was striving for. See, the potential, your potential, is what's important. Here's how you can figure out some of your potential. Concentrate on just one main thing, one main goal, one main objective. Just one. Don't, don't, you know, one thing my pappy taught me a long time ago is, you know, just write down three or five things a day you need to get accomplished, and if you don't, put them to the top of the list on the next day. I've done that. It keeps me from getting stressed. Two, three things, that's it. I'm on the road. Let's roll. Let's go. Zip. Number two, you want to concentrate on constant and never-ending improvement. 
constant and never-ending improvement. Canny, C-A-N-I, constant and never-ending improvement. David Glass, I first was introduced to him. My mom worked at Walmart, and he was an up-and-coming executive there and eventually became the CEO. And people once asked him, what what is it, or who is it that he admires the most? And without a day, he said Sam Walton. He said there's never been a day in his life since I've known him that he didn't improve in some way. So you've got to be able to do that. You've got to concentrate on constant and never-ending improvement. Third thing you want to look at. And this is the toughest one for all of us. I sometimes sit here in my office. Or I'll sit at Harbor Docks watching the dolphins. And this is a tough one, folks. But you've got to forget the past. You can't wallow in self-pity. You can't wallow in what could have been. If you do that, you'll never live in the present. And you'll never get to enjoy and be fulfilled in the future. It just won't happen. You have to be willing to let the past die. I have seen people go through their life in such an angry, angst manner because they wouldn't let up on the past. I, I, I try to learn from others, and that's one thing that I've learned. Give it up. Let it go. Learn, but move on. Next thing you want to do, if you truly are serious about about focusing on this. If you're truly serious about growing to your potential, then you've got to focus on the future. What's the future going to bring? Now, I'm not talking about um, fantasizing about the future. I'm talking about making plans. You know, in the the book of Proverbs, it says, and this is my paraphrase, paraphrase, we make our plans and God directs our path. I believe if we're creating plans, if we've got a heartfelt purpose and a passion, and we're on a mission, then we we got to go for it. Now, the, the direction might change because God directs our path. My, my belief doesn't have to be yours. You know, I could go deeper and deeper and say I believe that the that the Holy Spirit is is my 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 guiding force. I, I focus on that. But what I'm what I'm getting at, what's most important here, is that no matter what your spiritual belief. You've got to you've got to be planning for the future. You've got to know what you're doing. If you don't, you're never going to get there. There's a Spanish proverb that once said, "He who does not look ahead remains behind." Yeah, freaking head in the sand is butt in the air. You can't do that. Third thing you've got to focus on. Big thing here: sowing seeds to benefit others. In other words, serving other people. In other words. Being second, it's not what's all about you. I listen to people all the time say, Troy, network marketing, it's what's about, what about me? I don't believe that crap. This country wasn't even built on that. Every great industrialist, there's a great series out right now on the industrialists uh, that built this country, the pioneers. And you want to know something? Every one of them did something knowing, hey, there's a chance of risk. We could lose or we could win. But we are going to open up a country for the future. 
And every one of them knew the money wasn't in today. It was in the big picture down the road. It was becoming the most powerful country in the world. You want to know how we became the most powerful country in the world? Serving other people. Being a home for those who didn't have a home in their own country. Sometimes we forget our own past of what made us great. Say, but Troy, that contradicts what you just said about forgetting the past. Not really. I said learn from the past and let it go. History has a way of repeating itself if we don't learn. Learn and move on. Don't be in self-pity. To do that, you have to serve others. Sowing seeds that benefit others is the key to the great success. Albert Schweitzer once stated, the purpose of a human life is to serve and to show compassion that will help others. It's amazing. See, that's what the goal is. That's where we should all be focused. But why aren't we? I think the reason that we don't is because we're confused. We don't even know what direction we should go. We stopped living our dreams. We stopped even focusing on a purpose. Now, I'm not talking about everybody having the same purpose. I'm talking about fulfilling what you were here for. I went through the Coke Museum over the weekend. First time I've been in the in the museum. And as I was studying the history of Coke, what today has become a, a household word in almost every country in the world, started out with a pharmacist trying to create a cough syrup that would help people. Knew where he was going. Had a dream of serving others. The path changed. He made his plans. The path changed. But he never let up on his dream. Ended up making enough money to be able to go out and serve others. There's something to be said about the power of a dream. Don't don't get caught up in the in the hoopla. Everyone in life has had a dream at one time or another. Did you let the circumstances dictate the outcome and now all of a sudden you're sitting here saying I'd like to be successful but I just can't. Think about that. The power of a dream is somebody that I have come to just admire. I own stock in his company. He's a visionary and a pioneer. Changed the face of auto, the auto industry, Henry Ford. He said, the whole secret of a successful life is to find out what it is and one's destiny to do and then do it. His dream grew from just his his mechanical interest, tearing stuff apart, putting it together, to his passion at, at studying machinery to make it better. He taught himself about steam engines, clocks, combustion engines, started looking around to figure out what can I do. And you want to know what his passion was? Because he knew the law of large numbers. I need to make an automobile that the average person can afford. At nighttime, he worked for the, the DEC, 
the Detroit Edison Company, digging deep to, to study what Thomas Edison and his crew were doing. More and more, he studied, became just enthralled with the automobile. In 1896, built the first car in the shed of his house. Think about that. Maybe that's why we call them shade tree mechanics. Then what did he do? He studied the works of others. Went and looked at what Ransom Olds was doing, who did the Oldsmobile. Studied, continuing to dream, thinking, how can I do? How can I build a, a mass marketed car? Nobody's doing this. How can I do it? How can it still be hand tooled, handmade, but yet be affordable? In 1899, he helped the Detroit Motor Company launch. But when his fellow organizers, the guys that he was working with, his partners, balked at the idea of manufacturing their product inexpensively in order to sell it to the masses, he left. And in 1903, organized the Ford Motor Company and produced the Model T. In the first year, they made 6,000 cars. By the eighth year, they produced 500,000 cars. The original price of the car was $850, but eight years later, they had the car down to 360 bucks, just the opposite of what we see today. See, dreams give us our direction. They allow us to start focusing on what success is. Dreams help to increase our potential. It helps us to show that what we want for success is actually reality. See, I believe in dreams becoming reality. Your dreams, your focus, your purpose on what success is helps you drive forward to prioritize what's most important. You're not just busy. Now you're doing something that means something. Your dream adds value to your work. It helps to predict your future. And I think you've got to ask yourself a question. Where will my dream take me when I have my definition of success? That's the key. Where will your dream take you when you have defined in a personal manner what success means to you? I'm guaranteeing you the sky will be the limit on where you want to go. Folks, you've been listening to the Beachside CEO. My name is Troy Dooley. I'm the host. Live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous. Stay strong. And if you're in a home-based business, act like it. You've been listening to the Beachside CEO heard around the world on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive powered radio.